Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Food for Thought. I'm Catherine. And I'm Emily. And today we are going to be talking about ditching health traps, um, some trends, supplements, all those things to help you not fall into those little wellness or supposed wellness and health traps, especially um, with the new year here and everyone promoting new year, new me, all of that stuff. So we're here to talk about that today. And yeah, um, I'm back in Kingston for my last semester of undergrad. Pretty sad, but I'm happy to be back in in a semi-good routine or getting into a routine to just prioritize myself and be happy, get work done, and yeah. Amazing. Um, I was going to say, sometimes changing from place to place, like being at home for the whole holiday you get used to things and then you're yeah. kind of like, out of that environment it can be really hard dealing with change um it's going to be interesting for me in the next month because I'm now going to Florida and then I'll be coming back home and then I'll be going to Kingston so I'm kind of everywhere um but I'm kind of excited like it's just going to be different and crazy and I'm not gonna let I mean, that do me I'm gonna take advantage of it sort of it's good for you because normally you're you get anxious with change and like yeah traveling and stuff so it's good practice for you to just like no exactly I'm kind of just taking it by the reins and just embracing the change and you know life can get kind of like you can kind of get into like the slump of like living your routine every single day and yeah routine is great for stability and like long-term lifestyles but you Mm -hmm. know sometimes you get stuck in that autopilot feeling so it'll it'll be an interesting kind of nice change to the beginning of my year yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just not doing anything fun in Kingston, but yeah. At least you guys are all together in the same house. Yes. Um, um so now just I guess, yeah, going into the episode. Um, I guess we're a week and a bit, two weeks into the new year, and honestly, like my Instagram and TikTok haven't been crazy full of like all the new year, new me, lose weight, do this. So it's honestly been good this year, but I've still obviously seen some things where people are trying to get you to do certain things, get on their program, get on their workout routine, follow what they eat in a day, stuff like that. So it's definitely still out there a little toxic. I just want to note that like to be healthy, you don't need to do all of these things. You don't need to buy endless amounts of supplements, mm-hmm. proteins, protein bars. You don't need to um follow strict regiment regimens like intermittent fasting hit workouts um you don't need to have chlorophyll water um you don't need to healthify everything you make um so yeah it's just like mm-hmm. you don't need to obviously it's important to invest in your health but you don't need to go out and like go out of your way like there are so many things you can do yeah. with what you have to live a healthy lifestyle yeah, especially if these are things that other people are telling you telling you to do and they're not things that you've come up with on your own that you think will be beneficial to your own health and well-being and your mental health. A lot of people fall into the trap, I guess the whole like point of the episode, the trap of listening to everything an influencer tells you and believing it as true and then completely changing your life or letting that consume you and you know like following them and their health is not going to look the same to your health and then them doing a certain workout or taking a certain supplement or eating a certain way is not going to translate the same way for you that it does for them and that might lead you to be frustrated and then you might go looking for the next thing and then you get 
you fall into all of these different traps and all these paths in the road that think that you think will take you to like this, you know, end all this health destination, but it's really about the destination. It's really about finding the things that work for you. Mm -hmm. And honestly, what I've learned throughout the last three years and what really helped me get to the place that I am today Mm -hmm. is simplifying everything Mm -hmm. and ditching, like Catherine said, like ditching the small things, like thinking that I have to drink chlorophyll water every day to do this, this, and this, and, you know, um, buying all of these health supplements and hormone balancing things and this and this and this and following this workout plan and just really sticking to like the main foundations of life, which is just like whole foods, Mm -hmm. eating a healthy balanced lifestyle, eating what I want, when I want working out when I feel like it. And, you know, throughout experimentation, I learned that the working out that I like to do is walking or my Pilates and that works for me and it might not work for you, but like, that's what I had to realize on my own time and through my own experimentation. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes it's hard. It's, it can be easy to listen to people, especially influencers, because you think they're so professional and experienced in the health and wellness area. Like I was just talking about this literally before I came up with my housemates about how, going back to what you said, if we all ate the same, worked out the same, we would not be the same because first, our bodies are all different and second, our minds are all different. What is a de-stressor for one person or what makes one person feel good about themselves is so different from another person, you know? I think it's just important to realize that. And even since I've been back, two of my housemates have been super into running and like I, it's hard because I used to be a runner And obviously it's like, I want to do that, but I made a promise with myself that I wouldn't run until June, which is like a year from my last knee surgery. And so I just have to remind myself that like, I walk, I have my workouts that I like to do and that's still okay. It doesn't mean I'm not healthy. Like it's doing what's good for you and not letting those people get to you. And it's the same with influencers. Like I'm just going to talk about this one person, for example, Sammy Clark. I love her so much. She has this like program going on right now I've seen her post about and before I thought she always had like she was one of the influencers where I was like wow this is her lifestyle so sustainable like she has so many different meals eats a lot during the day works out not every day and it's like this whole plan she's doing it's like two salads a day a smoothie and workouts every day and I'm like uh that's not really sustainable I feel like just to build off of that again like I also love Sammy Clark I think she's just like she just like glows with all this happiness and like confidence which I think is like a really attractive feature in like any person um but again it's like for me at least I guess like it's different for people who have a past history of disordered behaviors and patterns but for me the minute that I have to think too hard about what I'm doing and what I'm eating that's when it gets difficult and that's when I find myself like I find myself slipping back into old ways of thinking because I have to think about it too hard it shouldn't be a chore you can mindfully you know maybe you've realized you've been eating too much food like going out to restaurants and takeout like you can mindfully make a promise with yourself to say that you know what I'm going to try and make more meals at home and that because that's going to make me feel good. I'm going to limit the amount I go out. That's fine. But for me to go into the fridge every single day and be like, I have to eat this because this person told me to and I have to think about every single thing that I put in my body, that's when it gets super hard. And it's just, it's just 
a reversal of effects and it doesn't actually do anything good for my mind, especially. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of my number one priority these days is focusing on what is good for my mind because that will honestly reflect in my physical health as well. If my mind is healthy, like I will feel healthy physically normally most of the time. Grain of salt, everyone. Take everything with a grain of salt. I agree. Like when I kind of like mostly healed myself from my eating disorder, I like I remember saying to my mom, like people around me, like I felt so much lighter. Not Mm -hmm. like I like obviously was I was much heavier, but like I felt lighter because I didn't have my mind wasn't cluttered. I wasn't full of other people's opinions, thoughts and whatever. Like I just like learned to simplify everything and I was like, whoa. Like I felt so light and like free and it was the best feeling in the world or it is the best feeling in the world. It's it's honestly crazy. I feel like we've talked about this, like this, this feeling of being lighter before in one of our other podcasts, but it's so true. And I can't describe it in any other way. It just feels like you take like this mental stress, like out of your brain and you, you give yourself so much more freedom to think about other things, which is very, it's, it makes you feel lighter. Um, The topic of you saying like simplifying life um I guess like one if we're getting like specific and into the health traps I think that one of them that we were talking about before we started recording that we're both very on the same page about is what I eat in a day videos whether that's a YouTube video Instagram stories TikToks of it could be a health and wellness person you follow on Instagram an influencer whatever it is um I think we could both talk about this for a long time, but to keep it short and simple, I don't think that they're beneficial really in any way, um, unless it's maybe like a registered dietitian, um, just kind of giving general guidelines for people who might be like curious and kind of lost in the health and wellness world, not really know where to start. But I think it becomes very toxic very quickly because you know, me in the past, even like you, you fall vulnerable to these videos and you're watching these people eat, showing them, showing you what they eat every single day. And you're like, okay, so they, they've eaten this much and I eat more than that. So I should probably eat less than that. And they eat this amount of carbs per day, but I eat less or I eat more than that. So that means that I need to eat more salads and less sandwiches for lunch and this and this and this. And it like the list goes on and on and on. And it's just like, what's the point? Like you said before, everyone eats in a different way. We're not all going to look the same if we all eat the same way. I just, you can build off mm-hmm. of me because. Yeah, no. One thing like um, on my wellness account, health, whatever account, I get a lot of questions about doing, can you do a what I eat in a day? And from the start, I was like, I can never do a what I eat in a day because when I was so sick, I like thrived on what I can, like what you eat in a day videos. I like abused them. That's all I would watch all day. And I was like, I don't want to be a person to like feed someone else's disorder or whatever. I just like, and so many people will still do them and they're like for inspiration only. And it's like, but like people don't do that. Like you can say it, but I can still harm someone and affect someone. And you also just have to remember that like people are not going to show every single tiny thing they Mm -hmm. eat in a day or if they have seconds. And like, I think that's just super important to remember. But yeah, I'm not a fan of them. It's kind of like, at least when I was watching them, I was like, oh, if I eat like this, I'm going to look like this person. Exactly. Which is just like not the case. And it's almost like, especially for people who like have a program or a plan going and they're like being like, this is what I'm eating on this plan then like more people are going to want to do it because they're like, oh, a plan, like it sounds like a good thing, but like it might actually be terrible for you. And everyone like, 
this is like so oh my god I could talk about this for so long but everyone's bodies are different their needs are different everyone's hormones are different so like someone can have like two salads a day and like no carbs whereas like I have like we both have like not the best like they're not balanced our hormones so we need to have like all food groups like we can't just eliminate carbs we can't just eliminate fat and stuff like that like you just can't Mm -hmm. do that and I think a lot of people also just don't realize that especially like if you haven't really gone through something to like realize what deficiencies you have or whatever like people don't realize that they actually need to include everything in their meals so then they fall through these To quickly go off of two things you said there, one, hormones is such a huge thing, and we're going to do a full um, episode on hormones just because Mm -hmm. we're both very passionate about that, and um, that is honestly a bigger thing than people think about. Like, you hear hormones, and you think, like, oh, girls' hormones acting up when they're on their period. No, there's a lot more to hormone hormone health, Mm -hmm. and a lot of it has to do with the meals that you give yourself every day. Um, Anyway putting that aside the other thing I wanted to say was um people have reached out to you saying I want to see eat uh what I eat in a day for inspiration and I think there's a fine line between wanting inspiration and wanting like someone to follow um but for for anyone listening who might have a health and wellness account um who posts food all of that I think like a great way to maybe move away from what I eat in a day and if you want to focus more on inspiration or if your followers are asking for inspiration post like post meals mm-hmm. like post meal inspiration you don't have to post what I eat in a day exactly. like you can, you can post a breakfast um a post about all the breakfasts you've been making or a post about your favorite snacks or a post about a dinner recipe that you really love that you've been eating like multiple times a week Um, that's super easy to make or like that you know grabs all the food groups in it and I think there's a lot more like leeway room to work with the things that you post than just a what I eat in a day because that's when people's relationships with food become harmed because it's just I I feel like it's just like a innate reaction to be like whoa yeah why didn't they have a snack or why did I eat more than them that day so oh I always say, like, I am, I enjoy seeing people's, like, meal inspo because if I'm feeling like I'm in a rut and I don't have any healthy, like, meals to make anymore, I'm getting bored of the one I've been making for a while, then that helps me. But I don't need to see what everyone's eating because I eat the way that I want to eat and I just, quote, unquote, listen to my body before yeah. I make a meal. <laughs> yes. I also, like, I've been making reels recently and, like, sometimes I'll do, like, my morning and, like, I don't always include breakfast because sometimes I'm hungry and I don't film it. And, like, these people will be, like, where's breakfast? Or, like, or like I post, like, a yogurt bowl and you can't see the granola. And they're, like, but where are the carbs? And I'm, like, sorry. Like, I can't, like, I'm not going to op- – like, I don't need to show everything. Like, oh, it's, it makes me so mad. And that's another reason why I, like, don't want to do what I eat in a day. It's, like, I don't want people to be, like, you're not doing this. You should do this. Like, it's so dumb. And, like, just mind yeah. your own business. Like, you know, uh, Yeah. Yeah, I just, like, this person, this one person, like, really pisses me off. I cannot with her. We're getting heated now. <laughs> uh, honestly, everyone, keep your opinions to, res- mm-hmm. to yourself unless it's positive reinforcement. Um, because once you open the door 
for um, like lashback, then other people in the comments will see that comment and it makes it easier for them to chime yeah. in and, you know, start attacking the person even more or people start commenting um, to each other in the comments. And that's when it gets even more toxic because people are coming with all of these like yeah. preconceived ideas of what's right and what's wrong and what's the right way to eat and what's the wrong way to eat. And that can be very detrimental to a lot of people's like health. Even if you're, you think your comment is just mm -hmm. for the person who's running the account, it really isn't. It's for anyone who's looking through the account, looking at the comments, people who might have a past history with this kind of stuff or who's dealing with recovery, th little things like that, you just have to be very aware of because they can tick people off mm -hmm. and going, you never know. I want to bring up just a topic going off of like food and stuff. I feel like this is also something we talked a lot about before we started recording, but kind of like healthifying recipes and a lot of people, influencers, the world telling us that certain ingredients are better than others, like cane sugar versus coconut sugar, coconut oil versus butter or canola oil and um, flour, regular flour versus like cassava or almond flour. Um, I think that I definitely fell into those traps and I'm celiac, so I do have gluten-free flour or almond flour, whatever gluten-free flour I can find, oat flour. But I did fall into like making all my recipes with like coconut sugar and um, coconut oil Butter. and all like the so-called healthified stuff when really like it doesn't it doesn't matter like they're coconut sugar and cane sugar there's a very like there's they're the same your body processes sugar all sugar the same way like glucose is glucose to your body the one thing that I noticed once I became more mindful about like why I was cooking with co coconut sugar was because of the taste for some recipes I actually did like the taste of it better than like cane sugar because I added a bit more but like you don't need to listen to someone or like think that you're unhealthy because you're using cane sugar or butter instead of coconut oil like I think that's one thing that I really fell for and I just spent so much money on all these like healthified and healthy so-called ingredients for baking and stuff and it's just yeah yeah no I I totally agree and like I can agree with everything you just said because I've also fallen into that and there was a time where I was really obsessed with you know healthy foods I was making all these healthy baked goods for my family and they would eat them and they'd be like I'd be like isn't it so good it's like gluten-free dairy-free and they're like yeah, it's fine. It's fine for something, for something that's gluten-free, but like comparing it to a normal baked good, it's not good. Like it's not that good. And and the odds are that you're going to make this healthy thing, spend all this money on these quote unquote healthy ingredients and it's going to come out and it's not even going to taste that good. And it's not even going to satisfy that like craving for like a yummy chocolate chip cookie you've been having. Whereas you can just make a regular chocolate chip cookie. Of course, if you're if you have an allergy to dairy or you're celiac, alter the like alter the recipe as needed but like just make a regular baked good and enjoy it and then move on and then maybe in a week or so you get that craving again and make them again and then move on like yeah. it's like another thing I used to fall for so many of like the paleo grain-free like no carb baked goods and like oh what like that's not a baked good that's just like uh, no like and it just they never yeah. turned out well and I was just like always everyone was always like no like it's healthier it's better for you to not have 
the carbs in it. And I'm like, what? That's just like not not it. And it's also yeah. not so-called healthier. It's better to have balance and have the different groups, you know? And moving on from that, sorry, we're going like really quickly today. I'm like my mind and words are moving so quickly, but oh, same, um, yeah. <laughs> but the next like health trap, I guess, we wanted to touch on um was sort of like labels um like describing something as healthier so Mm -hmm. um for example using plant-based foods as an example um a lot of like quote-unquote plant-based foods that are healthier or you know healthier than um like a beyond burger being healthier than a regular burger whatever the labels can trick you a lot because odds are and a lot of the time they are true that these healthier things are actually very processed and they might be gluten-free they might be sugar-free they might be low in salt they might be whatever they may be but they actually have all of these additives and all of these processed things in them that really aren't good for our body and like at the end of the day these healthier options are not actually healthier than just having whole foods and I think what Catherine and I have kind of reinforced to each other over the past few years is to focus just on a whole food diet um you know like whole fruits whole vegetables whole like nicely cooked like meat like chicken like potatoes yeah potatoes like whatever went around saying that potatoes and carbs like that are not healthy for you is just crap because people have been living with these kinds of foods for the last basically since the planet was created like mm-hmm. you have to think you ha- sometimes have to th- make, think about things so stupidly that it becomes logical like yeah. <laughs> and all of these processed packaged foods that's saying that are healthy for you or that are going to fix this and fix that and like be better than just eating a regular burger is just oh it's just a marketing tactic and it's mm-hmm. sadly what a lot of people fall into um because of the way our our generation is now um running we just we're always looking for the next best thing that's going to make us healthier Mm -hmm. um but at the end of the day just stick to whole foods Mm -hmm. and don't worry about if they're carb because carbs are good for you and if they're a healthy fat because healthy fats are good for you and um moral of the story is is just everything in moderation like I feel like it all comes down to that at the end of the day like everything we talk about is everything in moderation oh yeah 100% and going off of like the things that are so called like healthified or healthier for you a big thing is like the like no sugar sugar sugar-free syrups Mm -hmm. that's a huge thing because it's better for you to just get the sugar like whatever syrup you want sugar-free things are terrible for you they are full of things that are like gonna like gums and additives again that are just gonna wreck your like digestive system they're not healthy for you so why don't you just go with the like the the sugar and maybe some people go for sugar-free because there's no calories but health is not about the calories it is not about having as little calories as possible that is not the case your body needs calories to survive plus Mm -hmm. like it's just like how can something not have calories in it that just like sounds so wrong like just like gross and another thing that I've gotten a lot of is I guess more when I was younger people were always like oh you must be so healthy because you're gluten-free like gluten-free things and being gluten-free is so healthy 
but that's actually not the case because gluten is such like a binding substance in bread and baked goods. Um, companies have to put in a lot of additives and fillers too in their to these gluten-free products, and they're honestly a lot less healthy, so-called healthy for you because they just throw more stuff in there to try to make it taste like a normal muffin or something. And hold so it together. Just make sure you yeah. do. Yeah, and it's like just make sure like for example if you're gluten-free like you're actually like celiac or like allergic. Like it's not a healthier way of eating at all. Yes, it's healthier for me because I'm allergic to it. But if you're not, then it's not necessarily healthier for you. Mm-hmm. No, I um I guess to that point for a while I was gluten-free. And at the time, yeah, I was I was dealing with a lot of food sensitivities. Um so I was limiting gluten and dairy in my diet because it genuinely would make me flare up. But slowly over time, I kind of realized, I was like, this is not a healthier way of living. And I slowly started incorporating more gluten and more dairy into my diet until my body and my mind was strong enough to be like, these are regular foods and I can I can take this. Like, um, And then it got to a point where I was eating more carbs in a day than I'd ever eaten in my entire life, I think. Like, like same fresh fresh bread from the bakery like sourdough breads and like pasta not worrying about like having a big bowl of pasta for dinner and honestly like I had never felt so good in my life my my digestion all of a sudden was like went from zero to a hundred from incorporating more like sweet potato potatoes pasta like whole grains quinoa like bread every day I have bread every day like without a doubt um and it just goes to show that like if it's, I mean, again, like making sure you're not buying like processed this and that, but like if it's a nice loaf of bread um, with whole ingredients, like those are good for your body and those have fiber and really focusing less on the calories and what you think people have told you about it and focus more on like the nutrients that are in this and what it's going to do for your body, your mind, your brain, your sleep, your digestive system, like food helps you in so many more ways than just what your physical body might look like or feel like on the outside. There's really just, I'm not even going to get into it because I'm not a professional and I'm not certified at all to be talking about this stuff. But again, like, um, you have to, you have to put the, the Instagram and the TikTok and the YouTube things behind you because a lot of the time those people aren't certified to be talking about those things either. So you can't listen to them. No, like, there's probably like 5% of people out there who have some sort of certification. Like not everyone who like posts and stuff on TikTok is a professional, like far from it. And I think it's hard because a lot of people will see they have so many followers and they're like, oh, they must be right. Like they look healthy. So I'm going to follow them. Um, Any more? I have one other thing. It's just like, small but I think that a lot of people can get trapped into thinking that they need to have all these supplements to be healthy and live a healthy life and that if they take this supplement it'll heal this part of their body or this aspect and like I just don't think that's the case at all you can get the majority of things that people are like oh you should take a supplement for you can get from Mm -hmm. food from Mm -hmm. whole food the one thing that I do take is a probiotic and I have been since I was mm-hmm. little. That's the one thing. But like, again, you don't have to do that. Like, that's just what I do for my body. Um, 
yeah, like I think that supplements just that's just like I think that sometimes it can be a waste mm-hmm. of money. You're spending money on supplements where instead you could put the money that you would have spent on supplements on more mm-hmm. whole food and stuff. That yeah, exactly. You. And I also take a probiotic, which again, like you can get probiotics um, and prebiotics from foods like you know yogurts, sauerkraut, fermented foods like kimchi, like the list goes on. A lot of things actually have probiotics in them, um, which happen to be, haha, whole foods. Um, but unless you have like an iron deficiency that you know of, like you're anemic or, you know, you've gone to your doctor, you've done blood work, they tell you, tell you that you're deficient in this vitamin, um, maybe put you on a supplement for like a few months to get your levels up and then you continue living your life. Don't feel like these supplements are going to be the end all to your your health. Yes. Um, one supplement that actually my dad is very passionate about, my mom is also very passionate about, I've seen TikToks of parents being passionate about this one supplement, um, is vitamin D. Well, not a supplement, a vitamin. Oh, Vitamin actually, D is actually yes, very, I do very important, especially for us Canadians in the winter who have Canadians. very short days, not a lot of sun is... And sun is obviously where we get our vitamin D from. So if I were to recommend one supplement that you go out and buy at a local health store, grocery store, shoppers, whatever, it would be vitamin D because it's actually, there are a lot of studies and research gone into it saying that it's very, very important for our immune system. And given that we are in a global pandemic, Mm -hmm. got to boost our immune systems. So that's all I have to say. I agree with that. My parents have been on the vitamin D. Like, my mom, when we were little, would give us, like, the vitamin D drops on our tongue and stuff. But, no, I totally agree with that. But, yeah, actually, this would be cool if we did a poll on our story after to hear about, like, the kinds of health traps and stuff you guys have, like, Mm -hmm. heard about. Because then we could always answer those polls, um, sort of, like, debunking them. Just doing, like, a quick little paragraph answer. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let us know if you want to hear that. Other than that, I feel like we yeah. kind of, this is more of a shorter episode, but I feel mm-hmm. like there's a lot of health traps. Touched on right? most things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and- thanks for listening, guys. That was... Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I totally cut you off. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> no, like, obviously, no. take everything we say with a grain of salt, because again, we are not trying to tell you what to do it's really kind of it's all up to you at the end of the day and you can only decide what makes you happy what makes you feel good what makes you feel healthy so yeah don't come at us for being like you're wrong like this is our opinion we're not professionals so um well thanks for listening everyone and be sure to catch up on all of our episodes we're gonna have a really fun little couple couple months em and i are gonna be together back in kingston so we'll be recording right together which will be super fun So get excited and yeah, let us know if you have any episode requests or guests and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.